He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Stephen down there in Hawkinsville, Georgia. Hey, Bill, what's the story on Ra Ra Thomas? Well, that story hit during the show on Monday. And at the time, Ra Ra Thomas was incarcerated for felony false imprisonment and misdemeanor battery, family violence, etc. He bonded out on Monday afternoon. According to the warrant, he allegedly left a woman's bicep bruised and abrasions on her shin. Allegedly, Thomas stood in front of a woman's dorm room telling her she couldn't leave. Now, just reading here, and again, he's got a right to defend himself in court, but this is pretty serious, and uh, if he is found guilty, that is likely jail time for him. Now, again, I'm not a lawyer, but that's that's likely jail time. Could be several years. So this is this is not some frivolous little thing. This is very serious. I would think, and again, nothing has been said. Now, Georgia did release a statement. We are aware of a reported incident involving conduct by one of our student athletes. While we are limited in what we can say about the incident, the report is disappointing and not reflective of the high standards we have for our student athletes on and off the field. So a pretty commonplace response there by Georgia. I would think that Georgia doing their homework, looking into this yesterday, today, they'll cut him loose. I would think. Now, I don't know that, but that's what I would think. I would think they'd say, you're going to be on your own. Now, again, we weren't there. I wasn't there. I don't know the story. I just know what we are reading about it that's what i that's what i know but but i i wouldn't plan on him playing for georgia let me let me put it that way that would be my estimate on that situation look there 
if we take the conversation from this alleged situation, which is very bad, but we just go on to the field of play, they've got plenty of receivers. They've got Brock Bowers. He would have been a good player there, but I'm just assuming he won't be playing for them. I don't know that yet. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Y'all need to save the tape from Jim and Jupiter, now Jim in Key West, at least for a few days. When the Buckeyes win the Natty, beat Michigan this season coming up, you can replay his prediction of another team from outside the South winning. He said the national championships of the future, which 16 of the last 17 are from the South. The only one is Ohio State in 14. And if you go back all the way to 05, it's Texas. But there's a circle. Somebody's got a map and uh, of the United States. And there's a circle that goes from Clemson over Alabama for Alabama-Auburn. Auburn's got one in there, too. Alabama's got a bunch of them. All the way down to Baton Rouge, and then the circle goes over to Florida, which encapsulates Hogtown and Tallahassee. 16 of the last 17 fall in that circle of natties. And Jim called, and he said, the future's going to be the same. Well, I don't know that he's wrong. You tell me. In the climate we're in right now, and again, maybe five years from now, we'll have some maneuvering. We'll have some switching. But in the climate we're in right now, you tell me, other than Ohio State, Ohio State is capable of winning a national championship. Now, capable and doing it aren't equal, but they're capable. Michigan's not good enough to win a national championship. Michigan is really good. Okay, that's not a knock on them. They're not good enough, and I don't think they're stacking their roster to where they're going to be good enough. They're not going to be better than Georgia. They're not going to be better than Alabama. They're just not. Where else are we going to go? Southern Cal. Is Southern Cal going to be able to win a national championship someday? Winning 50-48. to 48. Because they don't play defense. Not not well enough. So I don't see them. Now, I see them being a big threat, and, of course, they're joining the Big Ten. But I don't see that happening. Who else? Oklahoma's got a ways to go. I mean, a long way to go. Texas has a pretty long way to go. Is there going to be another TCU to rise up? It's unlikely. What you just saw is highly unlikely out of TCU. So who would it be? This notion that just anybody can rise up and do it and it's just anybody's game has been a lie for centuries. It's been a big lie perpetrated by the media, which for some reason feels obligated to sell that to you. But, yes, the Buckeyes are the one team. They're capable. We know this. But they've got to finish the thing. They've got to be able to finish it off. They had Georgia 
at a very, very close come-to-Jesus moment. They were there. They were right on the doorstep of officially we're at come-to-Jesus time for Georgia, and they couldn't shut it off. They couldn't finish it. But, yes, we always look. Everything on this show was taped, so if we have to go get the tape, we'll do it. If somebody outside that circle on that map wins it, well, I mean, pull the tape on me too. I just said I don't see it happening. Other than the team in Seabus, Ohio. They are capable. This team they're about to have this next year ought to be really good. New quarterback, sure. That's that's fine. Second year under Jim Knowles as defensive coordinator, I thought for the most part they were improved. I know it wasn't enough for Buckeye fans, and when they needed to be improved, like finish the Georgia game, couldn't do it. Yeah, couldn't do it. Let me get a call, Aliquippa Bob, back down to the lovely Sunshine State. Welcome in, sir. Hey, Bill. I'm, I'm not going to be long because I know you have Gator Dave coming on. You know, you're talking about that circle and winning national championships. And, and I had a talk with Kevin Hagan about this last night. We were talking about the Big Ten. Bill, the Big Ten has done absolutely nothing since about the early 2000s. Keep the momentum of their conference rolling. And, and you know, they have coaches. And, and we were talking mostly primarily about Luke Fickle and Matt Rule being hired by Nebraska and Wisconsin. And if you look at that conference, Bill, there's only four schools now, in my opinion, that have an eye on the national championship. You have Nebraska, Wisconsin, Penn State, and Ohio State. All the other schools in that conference, Bill, play to win the Rose Bowl, which is long gone, and play to win the Big Ten. And and so I agree with Jim in Jupiter or in Key Largo or on his boat wherever he's at enjoying himself. This is going to continue, Bill, until the Big Ten – hierarchy changes over and gets that mentality out of their head. They, they have got to start to focus on the national championship. And if you think about all the money the Big Ten's received over the last 15 years, where has that money gone? Because it hasn't gone into improving their football. The Big Ten's on a downward spiral, Bill. I, I, I'm, I'm arguing that point. You take Ohio State out of the mix – Maybe Michigan, you know, maybe Penn State's coming up a little bit. But the rest of the Big Ten, Bill, isn't there. You agree? Yeah. I, I mean, we have some solid programs, but you're talking about threats, big threats. And it's going to be interesting Bill, to see what Rule and Fickle are able to do, too. I, I, I'm hoping that they're going to they're gonna change the mentality. I, I see that Fickle's doing a lot in the portal with uh, – skill positions, and I'm sure that Matt Rule is also. I haven't had a chance to take a look at what Nebraska is doing. But that mentality has to change, Bill. And and the Big Ten has an opportunity now to, with NIL, to start to buy players and get them back up north to play for them. So, you know, but I, I think, Bill, until the coaches, the mentality change. Look, Kirk Ferentz, excellent coach, mentalities toward the, 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 the Rose Bowl. Uh Pat Fitzgerald, same thing. I mean, you know, all those schools out there, Bill, their eye is not on the right prize. 
in, in the administration and, and the college presidents and all that, it's the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, win the Big Ten. So I, I just – we will see, Bill, but I don't see this changing until the Big Ten starts to change their teams. And, you know, this argument of, well, we play power football because of the weather up here. Yeah, that's very true. But you know what? There's NFL teams, Bill, that, that have pretty potent teams, and they play in that same weather. They play on Sunday in the weather instead of Saturday in the weather. So I just food for thought there. That's all. Be good, Bob. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Bill. I hope your son's doing better, too. We're still praying for him. Thank you, sir, very much. A lot of people hit me up. Yeah, we got to that last hour, but it bears repeating. Bill O'Brien has been rehired by the Patriots. You thought I was going to say Alabama there? No, no. I mean, the expectation was that they're going to have a new offensive coordinator. But that has been reported by Adam Schefter of ESPC. O'Brien to the Patriots. So Alabama fans, if you want to crack open a natty for breakfast, I think that's fair game. We will not, if, if you want to do that for breakfast, we will not judge you. I think it's fair game. I think it's, I think it's understandable. All right, we'll get the break. Gator Dave, when we're back, on the Nashville Hotel. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out, ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Make some big Memphis noise. Don't miss Ja, Jaron, and your Grizzlies Sunday at 5 when they take on the Pacers. Score your limited edition matchup poster presented by Silvamo. Available on a first-come, first-served basis at multiple locations around the arena. Get hyped, get ready for a star-studded show, and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOOP or online at grizzlies.com today. From Nashville's home of the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. 
Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. CW, how you doing? Hey, Daryl. One thing I think we've learned is how many race fans are in the Nashville market. This is racing territory. For all those people that have sat back and hoped and wished and prayed that the cup cars would come back, well, they're going to come back to Lebanon, and eventually I think they'll be back at the fairgrounds. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Scouts had to come up with a whole new star system just to classify him. It's Bill King. Saga is finally over. We have closure. Bill, I hear something in the background here. I do too. Yeah, I have. Out. Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill. Uh, we can. Uh, I guess hopefully move on uh, from it. You know, hopefully nothing else comes out of it. And it's official, as you said. Uh, now that he is has been let go. from many people in the audience. They can't hear, Dave. Do you have him up? Did we? 
Okay. What what happened? It was working last week. Does it not work now? Okay. All right. So you're gonna you're gonna switch him to the phone. Okay. So we'll we'll deal with Dave. I don't know why we are snake bit here on the show when it comes to. <laughs> I'm serious. What happened? We went years never had issues with people on phones and stuff. I don't I don't understand. All right. We'll we'll be able to. We put him on Zoom calls, and those are cleaner. And I know Adam's been working on a brand-new system. I know that's part of it, and that'll all get rectified. He's completely redoing everything. But we'll get Dave by way of telephone and probably have to repeat everything we just did just then, (laughs) which is fine. It's radio. We can do it. No griff today. Griff sent me a note on Monday, said, Bill, I can't do it tomorrow, Tuesday, but I can do it later in the week. So at some point, Griff will join us a little later in the week. If you missed the news, Alabama fans celebrating right now. It's early Tuesday morning, but they're celebrating. Bill O'Brien has taken a job as offensive coordinator back with the Patriots. He's gone. They're happy. Now, I think they all thought he would be gone, but there's your confirmation. It's reported everywhere, ESPN. Bill O'Brien is back to New England. So if you want to crack a natty light for breakfast, I think that's fair game. All right, Gator Dave, apparently none of that got heard from you. So give everybody the cliff notes on Rashada, the closure there, and then what's happening at quarterback. Uh, yeah, Bill, so definitely uh, we can move on now uh, from the, from the Jake Rashada saga. Uh, Florida has released him from his letter of intent and – um, you know, just unfortunate uh, situation for everybody involved there. And, you know, now Jake Rashada uh, visiting Arizona State over the weekend, uh, I think, as he scrambles to find his uh, his new school. Uh, Bill, and, uh, you, you think we can close the door on it? You know, maybe you've heard some rumblings and stuff of uh, maybe potential lawsuits dealing with the contract and, you know, the agent and the lawyers involved, you know, so maybe can't shut the door completely, come out of the woods yet. Uh, with it. But at least for the football side of it, Bill, yeah, we'll be, you know, we can move on in just a bit. And, you know, what it means for Billy Napier, you know, no matter what the reason is, you know, we still have to look at results. And, you know, this is two classes in a row now. And not putting blame on him or anything with this, but still, you know, we got to look at exactly what happened and who's on the roster and who's not on the roster. And now this is, you know, two classes now for Billy Napier where he, you know, can't count on a top flight quarterback uh, in his class. You know, got Max Brown three-star quarterback last cycle. You're hoping to have Jay Rashad, one of the top quarterbacks in the country, in your second class, your, your bump class. That's you know, probably been improving to be important if you want any kind of fast turnaround. Uh, but not like what we're getting right here, Bill. So, you know, two classes, Billy Napier's first two classes, where not going to have a top-flight quarterback to, to, to hang his hat on. So, yeah, you know, of course, he moved to 24. And DJ Lagway, one of the best quarterbacks in the country there. And uh, you, you, I still think that works out for Florida. You know, I don't think the situation has much to do with, you know, not keeping him in the class or, or whatever. So maybe you have to wait just a little bit longer, Bill, to see, you know, one of Billy Napier's hand-picked, high-profile quarterbacks 
uh, get on the field for, for, for Gators and, and, and Billy Napier. So, you know, Bill, if you just talk about recruiting on the, on the field, the football aspect of it, you know, we'll still be waiting a while to see a Billy Napier recruited quarterback. You know, unless Max Brown just goes up there and surprises everybody uh, somehow in the spring and the fall, he's going to play baseball for the Gators as well. So I don't know how much you can count on him in the spring. Uh, so it looks to be, you know, a Graham Mertz, um, Jack Miller battle. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Now with this uh, after spring practice window, we have another transport portal window opening up May the 1st that, you know, Florida sees what the quarterback landscape looks like after spring practice and maybe we'll get another one. Gator Dave, Gators break down with us every Tuesday. All right, recent news, Tulane running back transferring to Florida and Houston from Houston, a linebacker transferring in. Tell us about those two. Yeah, Bill, so that was some production here for Florida in the transfer portal. Uh, Manny Nunnery, he was the linebacker from Houston that you mentioned there and and, and joins Taraja Mitchell, uh, another linebacker from Ohio State, uh, and Deuce Spurlock, a uh, linebacker from Michigan. So Florida's third linebacker in the class. Uh, and you know, just a position of need for the Gators, where they need uh, they need they need bodies and they need players that can come in and play right away uh, and compete for starting jobs. So, you know, under 22 games for Houston over the last four seasons, um, 34 combined tackles in 20 and 21, uh, had 46 tackles this past year. Uh, so, 10 10 career high tackles against Rice uh, there. So, you know, he'll come in and compete uh, for the job. Not 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 green. Uh, have some experience. Uh, and they're going to compete with those transfer linebackers that I mentioned, and also uh, Derek Wingo, Shamar James, Kobe Williams, uh, there for the Gators at the linebacker spot. And then uh, really productive running back from Tulane, Cameron Carroll. Uh, we saw him visit over the weekend, and uh, he was kind of tweeting some Gator stuff there Sunday, and he made it official yesterday uh, that he's going to be transferring from the Gators bill. And hey, look, that was a hard position to sell for the Gators. You needed another body at the running back spot, but good luck selling a running back on, hey, you saw what Montreal Johnson did last year. You saw what Terry Etienne did last year. You're going to be splitting carries. You're not going to come in and be the number one guy when Johnson and Etienne are are, uh, are producing like they did. You bring in Trayon Webb, too, from the high school ranks at, at, at the position as well. So four backs for Florida here uh, in Carroll, 1,600 yards uh, there at, at Tulane. And his best season, 2020, Bill, 122 carries, 741 yards, 12 touchdowns. Uh, so, as I said, you know, you're getting somebody with experience. And, and, look, this was about the best you were probably going to do just to go find a, a third-slash-fourth back, you know, coming behind Montreal Johnson and Trevor Etienne. So, Bill, yeah, gives, uh, gives the Gators nine transfers uh, after, you know, so many guys have defected and, and, and left the class uh, to the transfer portal. We're going to the NFL as well. So, far, they needed a lot of transfers. Uh, they got nine, Bill. They got about room for about three or four more. Uh, you know, if they want to meet 85, of course, they can go over 85 uh, before fall camp. Uh, you got to be at 85 when you hit fall camp. So, uh, Bill, I, I'd imagine you know, after the after spring practice, as I mentioned, for quarterback, Florida may have some other guys leave, and they'll be looking at the transfer portal again, maybe to fill in some more holes before fall camp. Tell you what, what's the mood around Florida right now? They're taking a lot of incoming heat from the critics. Yeah, Bill. I mean, you knew with the Rashada situation um, that was going to be a PR hit, uh, fair or unfair, you know, for the coaching staff. Uh, you know, not really much to do with that, but of course, opposing coaches uh, are going to use that to them. So I think the fan base maybe be a little worried there. Uh, still hanging on in his 24 classes off to a good start. That's got to continue on, but you do wonder with this story and. If Florida doesn't win enough games, it's coming up 2023 season, will that affect the 24 class? 
I mean, what Billy Napier is trying to build in that class. And they're also just coming off, you know, a six or seven season, you know, two, six or seven seasons in a row for the Gators. Uh, and I see you know, rankings are coming out, power rankings are coming out, you know, for, for SEC. And a lot of people are doing that in Florida is, you know, definitely the bottom half of the league. Uh, and, you know, not, you know, not a lot to point to to feel confident about turning it around in 23 uh, there. So, you know, maybe – so, you, know, you, you hope that the program uh, behind the scenes tries to get on the same page as far as NIL goes and you know, everybody moving in the same direction. And then on the field, you know, it's going to be time to see Billy Napier and his players and his development pay off in, in year two and maybe go surprise some people on the field. But, you no, know, I, I do think, you know, Florida's going to have to win some games, I think, in, in 23 for, for people to start maybe getting a different narrative about Florida. Gator Dave checks in with those Gators break down the podcast. I know we don't talk much basketball here. Is that even a topic you address on your podcast at all? Uh, no, Bill, you know, the podcast has just always been football. Of course, I cover, I mean, I watch basketball here just as a, a follower and a Gator fan there for, for the program. And you know, pretty good start there in the SEC once conference play turned around. A disappointing loss to Texas A&M. Uh, last week, but bouncing back and getting getting a win over um, you know this past weekend. So and a lot of people were pointing to that that well win over Mike White in, in Georgia. Georgia had been playing well. Uh, you know the game was a couple of weeks ago, but you're playing your former coach. Uh, you don't want to lose to him. Uh, Georgia had been playing well in conference play, and then uh, you get that big win over your, over your former coach. So uh, yeah, no, I mean it's just. Um, yeah, it, it, the, the way the football thing has been going with all the headlines and stuff, of course, still concentrating heavily on that. But uh, yeah, they're still following the basketball team uh, a bit. But believe me, um, they'll just the moniker of the podcast never a dull moment in Gator Nation. You know, it, it, it pinpoints to football, and that's pretty much just what it's been. It's uh, it keeps it busy, Bill. Keeps it busy. Tell everybody <laughs> how they can get your content. Everybody can get it at news4jacks.com slash Gators Breakdown, the YouTube version for uh, video people out there and uh, podcast version, all the major podcast platforms out there, Bill. All right, man. See you next week. See you, Bill. For everybody, he works at the TV station. And that's news, the number four, jacks, J-A-X, dot com. News4jacks.com. All his information. So you have the Alabama news. Bill O'Brien taking a job, taking the offensive coordinator position for the Patriots. So he's going back to the NFL, going back to the Patriots, where he had been. And I know Alabama fans, that's just some closure. They expected to have a new coordinator, but good good to hear anyways. Celebrating on that one. Now, Michigan needs an offensive coordinator. And some of the names, remember Coach Weiss, who was here. He went to Vanderbilt as a walk-on punter, coached a year as an assistant at Smyrna High School, which is over by the borough, and then I believe after that went out to Stanford and joined Harbaugh. And that's how he got to know the Harbaugh's, Jim and John, because he spent some time with the Ravens, too, before going to Michigan to be the offensive coordinator, co-offensive coordinator, quarterback coach. Anyways, he's out because 
they have accused him of tapping into university emails from Schimbeckler Hall. Again, do we have any information? What was he doing? Well, I know what the rumors are. I do know that, but I'm definitely not putting those on the airwaves. If you want to know what the rumors are about that, just look that up and then just follow the timeline. If you want to know. But I am not. Some I don't mind if they get on the airwaves as as long as we understand that these are strictly under that category. This one I'm not putting out there. No, no, no. Names that are being thrown out as offensive coordinator. Potential hires for Jim Harbaugh. 49ers, Brian Greasy. Stanford's Tavita Pritchard. Baltimore Ravens, T. Martin. Some of the names that have been thrown out there for that gig, for the Michigan gig. No, Kev. Checking in from Chicago. I'm sure Gator Dave is a good dude, but the football gods don't want you talking Gators. Yeah, I, I think we're going to have that. That part will be fixed. Adam, I was at the station yesterday, and Adam has literally been working 24 hours a day, switching the system. And we'll be able to get back to Zoom calls probably next week when it comes to Dave. I'm not worried about that part of it. All right, let's get the break. Coming right back. We're clear. No Griff. Griff, Griff told me on Monday can't do it today, but we'll get him later in the week. So no Griff. We're, we're clear the rest of the way. I'm the Nashville Hotel. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling stations. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are.
Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. You have a 90% chance of surviving a lightning strike. You have a 98% chance of surviving a shark attack. You have a 99% chance of surviving a snake bite. But you only have a 50% chance of surviving a crash if you aren't wearing a seatbelt. Your truck may be tough, but a seatbelt makes it tougher. Buckle up in your truck. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. to know anything about college football consult with the encyclopedia bill tanica every morning A 50% chance that Nico Iyama Leava, I'm still having to go th- slow through that name, starts his freshman year at Tennessee at some point. At some point. You ask me to handicap it. 50% chance he starts as the quarterback for Tennessee. At some point next year. Now, again, you may say, well, who else do they have? And the answer is nobody other than Joe Milton. Joe Milton will be the incumbent until he's not, right? But after that, they have nobody. Taven Jackson's gone. He's already picked his school, too. It's IU. He's going back to Indiana. He picked IU. Did it pretty quick. Good for him. They have a couple of walk-ons. They have Navy Shuler. That is Heath Shuler's son. And another kid who's been with Heupel since back in the UCF days. If it gets to that, you're not going to have much of a season anyways. They're pretty, I mean, they're dangerously thin. If one of those two, Milton or Nico, goes down, you're in scary shape. Injury-wise. That could happen to anybody. I mean, you don't want to lose your quarterback, right? But. I think there is, if you're asking me, I'm just going to put a number on it, a 50% chance. Now, a couple of things. 
There's two angles here on that opinion. Number one, I think Nico's so good, he's going to be a bit raw, but he's ready. He needs to put on some weight. He's 6'6", 200. He doesn't look 200, but but needs to needs to build up, bulk up some. But this kid has got everything you need. I heard a conversation, actually Dave Hooker, the other day. And we were talking about ideal fits. For example, could there have been a better marriage slash ideal fit than Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer? 07, 08, 09, right in there. Could there have been a better fit? 06, remember he was kind of the uh, the fullback well, quarterback playing fullback, right? Quarterback who did things like a fullback would in 06 when they won the Natty. And then he had taken over, and then 08 they win it again, and 09 they're really good again. But is there a better marriage than Tebow and Urban Meyer during that period and what they were trying to do and what they did do offensively? Ideal, right? Perfect. Same with Danny Werfel and Steve Spurrier. Was there a better match than than that? That that fits the system. Well, Nico fits the Josh Heupel system perfectly. Everything this kid has a live arm. This kid is incredibly athletic he just needs reps and I think there's a decent shot now now two 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 measurements here number one I still don't trust Joe Milton yes he played well in that bowl game and number two I think Nico's that good to be the quarterback anyways there is nothing that Joe Milton does better than Nico other than he's been there and he's got years and years of experience of either playing at Michigan, playing at Tennessee, or just age-wise. And he's his body's fortified. Joe Milton is a man. He is 6'5", probably 260. Nico is 6'6", lucky if he's 200. He's never going to be built. He's not as thick as Milton. But he needs to be bigger than he is right now. Frame-wise, height-wise, he's got everything you could possibly want. That's He's got inches to give when it comes to height. But this kid has everything you need in that offense to be spectacular. And it's going to be interesting to see how quickly that evolves. Heck, they've already had a quarterback. I mean, Nico hasn't even, other than been in practice, the bowl practice for a couple of weeks, Hadn't even hardly been there. And Taven Jackson, four-star quarterbacks already out of there. I mean, that didn't that didn't take long at all, right? For that to transition. Didn't didn't take a millisecond for that to happen. That one's going to be very interesting. Justin Scott, defensive lineman out of Chicago, visits Notre Dame this next weekend. He was supposed to be there the past weekend. That got moved. I think C.J. Carr 
Lloyd Carr's, uh, what would that be, grandson? Is it great-grandson or grandson? Anyways, he's committed. He's supposed to be at South Bend this weekend. But Notre Dame is close to getting the defensive lineman, the big body, the five-star that they have not been able to get. That has eluded them. Now they have to hang on if they get the commitment here in a week or two. And that's a long way to December, right? God knows what kind of money is going to come at that kid from schools that do it and get players away from Notre Dame. Yeah, they got to hang on. And, and obviously with Keon Keeley, Peyton Bowen, names like couldn't do. Couldn't do. Georgia is in the Justin Scott thing. They've been churning out defensive linemen pretty good, right? <laughs> All right, Omni National Hotel. We'll be right back. Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious Mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-529-2856. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. For affordable term life, call 800-529-2856. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue. Downtown Music City. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. 
Please play responsibly. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zat Williams and Bruno Reagan. Tony, how you doing, buddy? Good afternoon, guys. I tell you what, listening to Zach and Bruno and Ray Dog, it's just awesome. And I just wanted to give a shout out to y'all. Hey, Tony, I appreciate that, man. You for might sure. have just made a promo for us. I'm the and best. <laughs> Bruno is the best. Yes, Bruno is the best. Oh, that ruins the and, uh, The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> all there is to know about Johnny Five Star, and now you can too. It's Bill King. Jay Book will be with us Thursday. Talk some Buckeyes with him. Tried to get him last week. Didn't get it done, but he'll be with us. And uh, Kevin Hagan, if you missed me earlier, let me repeat the announcement. We'll be back. The plan is not this Friday, next Friday. He'll come on right after Ole Miss Evie. And the only way we were able to get this done is we have to find a time to tape. He cannot do it live during his office hours working at the University of Kentucky. They stopped that. They nixed that this last uh, year. And he said it was all he could do to get through the season with his employer, the University of Kentucky. And, again, I don't blame Kentucky. It's their right to make their rules. But we're going to find a time on Thursday's lunchtime to tape his segment where we can run it on Friday. That's the only way we can do it. It's the only alternative we have. We could change. We change the hours of the show. <laughs> That's not happening. No, no, no. That is not happening. So, Kevin, the plan is the tentative launch date, the relaunch of Kevin Hagan, a week from this Friday, not this week, next week. I'll let you know if anything changes there. But he has said, I can absolutely do that. He can do it on his lunch break. He says, I can absolutely do that. And I talked to Adam at the station, and he said, yeah, we can we can, we can, can get that done. We can get that done. We can have tape ready and have that in the can and ready to go on Fridays. They got some news of Bill O'Brien is taking the offensive coordinator job of the Patriots. That – occurred a little earlier in the show. Adam Schefter, ESPN, reporting that Alabama was fully expecting to be after a new coordinator. Anyways, but there's some news. It's still good news. Yeah, it's still very good news. Noel Kev, if expanded the circle and just the southeast since the 98 Tennessee title 25 years ago, USC shows a split with LSU and Ohio State. 
Yeah, if you went all the way back, Ohio State would have two of them in there because they won it in uh, 02 and won it in 13. Then, of course, LSU's won it three times. They won it in three, they won it in seven, and they won it in 19. Yeah, if you missed it earlier, dude had a map of the country and there was a circle of the southeast and it was the last 17 years. All of the natties occurred in that southeastern circle from Clemson, South Carolina to Baton Rouge down to Gainesville and Alabama-Auburn. All the natties were in that circle. Athens, Georgia's in there, all that, right? The only outlier was 14, first year of the playoffs, Ohio State. So that that's what he's referring to. Mentioning, and when Evie gets with us on Friday, we'll talk about it, that quarterback room at Ole Miss. And I believe I saw where Spencer Sanders will arrive on Thursday there. So you'll have him. He's not coming there to hopefully be somebody's backup, right? That guy's coming in there to take the football away from Jackson Dart. Walker Howard is there. Jackson Dart, who started and beat out Luke Altmaier, he's there. Something in that room has to give y'all. We'll see what happens. Baby Kiff has a... Two-sided issue here. Number one, lots of talent in the quarterback room, which should make that position even better than it was this last year. Let's face it. They took a step down from Matt Corral. Maybe two steps. So that's the positive there. You have a lot of talent to sift through at that all-important position to put the best dude out there and to be your best. That's the good part. The bad part is, obviously, Somebody's got to lose, and somebody's got to get the heck out of Dodge. Those guys aren't there to chill out, right? That one's going to be interesting. I'm wondering how Baby Kiff, did Baby Kiff talk to Walker Howard when they brought him in that, hey, not only, obviously, you know, we have Jackson Dart here, but Spencer Sanders is a possibility before he made it official. Because Walker Howard was a legacy at LSU. He's sitting there. Obviously, Jaden Daniels is coming back. The Nussmeyer kid's back. But he's going to another competition. I mean, wherever you go, you're going to have competition, hopefully good competition. That room, that ecosystem is going to be very interesting. But it should yield the best guy, which is the point, right? Aliquippa Bob, Bill, great news about Kevin Hagan, best in the business. You just ruined Kentucky fan Jeff and the Burroughs day. Nobody that I've had covers Alabama with the insight and the depth of Kevin Hagan. Okay? And you'd have to you'd have to be in my shoes to know this. He's that good. He is that connected up. 
I'm looking forward to it. Not this Friday, but hopefully the return next Friday of Kevin Hagan. All right, top of the hour break. Patton, I'm not hearing anything. Are we are we are we frozen in time? Okay. <laughs> top of the hour break momentarily. There it is. There's that music. Tell the band to not take naps. Maybe they can be on time. Your job is to play music. If you're the band, you're a musician. Don't nod off. Get you some coffee or something. Omni Nashville Hotel. <laughs> 